Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise base in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God and his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are boasting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed by God specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with us, leaving a write-up of it in the comment section. Or you can send it to us via email at contact at pdjministries.org. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. We are continuing from chapter 2. So we are going to handle 18 verses. Did you go over verse chapter 1? Okay. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1. He began Hebrew chapter 2 with a warning. He said, therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed. Let's look in um, TPT. He says, this is why it is so crucial that we be all more engaged and attentive to the truth. In fact, to the truth <laughs> that we have heard so that we do not drift of course what is the truth chapter one because chapter one i explained to you you know how jesus as god and how he's the you know the dazzling radiance of the father and how he's incomparable to the angels and how he became a man so that he could taste of death for all. That was the mindset of salvation. Because in chapter 2, he began with a warning. He's saying that this, this is so crucial. The chapter 1 is so crucial. And he even ended it. Look at the 114. He said, what is, what is therefore the job of the angels? God is trying to knock and hide the, the, the nail right on the head. For you to know that angels are not what you are supposed to be dying for. Or crying for. Or craving for. He said, what role then do angels have? The angels are spirit messengers sent by God to serve you. To serve those who are going to be saved. You see. Then he, he ended chapter 1 here. Then in chapter 2. Please, I want you to see the book of Hebrews as a pastor talking to the Jews because they couldn't understand this whole thing they were mixing the Old Testament with the New Testament so they couldn't understand Jesus some of them thought Moses was bigger some of them thought angels are higher you know so he had to now break it down and let them know that Jesus is the greatest of all he's bigger than angels he's even bigger than Moses because if you talk to a Jew the only person they esteem is Moses and Moses said, and the law of Moses said, but he's saying that Jesus is greater than Moses. Yeah. So God used this whole book 
to tell us something. And he's starting here with a warning. There are about seven warnings in the book of Hebrews. And I'll show you as and when we go on. This is the first one. He said that it is so crucial that we be more what? Engaged and attentive to the truth. What is the truth? The manifestation of the originality or the reality, God and his mindset. He said that we have heard so, so that we do not drift off course. Because it is possible for people to drift off course. If you stay away from the truth of God's word, you will drift off course. So he started by with a warning. Verse 2. You know, I want to take each verse in the book of Hebrew and explain them in a book. <laughs> because we must understand. I will show you something between chapter 3, chapter 2, and chapter, uh, verse 2 and verse 3. You see something now. You ready? Look, he's, now, pay attention here. Stop writing. Look at this. He said, for if the message of the law spoken and confirmed by angels brought a just penalty. The King James Version calls it, you know, a just recompense to every disobedient violation. He said, if God is going to give a huge comparison between the law and grace. This is where you invest two here in verse three. That's when you understand that the statement Jesus made in the book of Matthew saying that there is a narrow road and there is a broader road turned around here. This is the explanation of the narrow road. So he said, for if the message of the law, that is the law, spoken and confirmed by angels. It was not Moses that spoke the law. Moses brought the law. But the law was spoken to Moses by angels. Which means that angels were part of the emergence of the law. They had something to do with the law. But when it came to salvation, angels had no part to play in salvation. Don't you understand in the book of Acts chapter 10 when Cornelius was worshipping and praying an angel came. Why didn't the angel speak salvation to Cornelius? But the angel said send men to Joppa. They will find a man there. A man a born again called Peter. He said bid him to come and he shall tell you what you ought to hear that thou may be saved. What does he tell you? When it came to the law, angels were allowed to speak. When it came to salvation, angels are not allowed to speak. It is only the church, the born against. We are allowed to speak the words of salvation. Oh, you should be excited. So the angels people are dying. Lord, may I see an angel? you are bigger. See, a man that has a message is very important. Is that correct? If you are a messenger of the president, they will give you a nice room to sleep. 
give you one of the best food. Why? Because you carry a message from a dignitary. Now the church is now the messengers of Jesus. In the Old Testament, angels were part of the messengers. In the Old Testament, angels were not serving men. They were working with them and even authorizing them. In the New Testament, the Bible says they are servants. They are supposed to serve us. Who shall inherit salvation? What does it mean? When you don't speak, an angel has no right to perform. In the Old Testament, they can perform anyhow because God sent them. Can you see this? You are building your faith, right? He said, he lodged with Simeon, a tanner, whose house is there by the sea. He shall tell thee, look at it, he shall tell thee what, what? He shall tell thee what thou ought to do. Why didn't the angel tell Cornelius what he ought to do? The angel knew what he ought to do, but he is not permitted to speak. Peter is the ch- don't you understand? I taught you yesterday. Both Jesus and Peter were all begotten. The angel is not a brethren of Christ. But you, you are a brethren of Christ. So you are permitted and allowed to speak the words of Christ unto a soul that is not saved. Can you see this? Now, the best thing an angel can do is to guide an unbeliever to the place where believers are found. So that the believers who have the right, you see, angels have not been given the exousia. They have not been given the authority to use the name of Jesus. You see? The closest in the book of Zachariah where an angel, no, in fact, in the book of Genesis, when Moses' body was being con- under contention between Angel Michael and the devil, Angel Michael said, The Lord rebuke thee. He didn't know the name of the Lord. So he said, The Lord rebuke thee. Can you see that? Angels were not given. But the Bible says, When Jesus was raised from the dead, when he raised us all up together, then he said, all power in heaven and on earth have been given unto me. Therefore, go. Then he imparted the power. That is the name. So the Bible says that he received a name and a rank. And this name and rank, we are what? Joint S. So this name and rank Jesus received, you have received as well. So you have been given what we call the authority. In legal terms, they call it um, power of attorney. Power of attorney means that if, for example, I have a business and I have a checkbook that only I can sign, I can give you the power of attorney. I will put a legal document from the courts and sign that going forward, when you sign, it is effective as though I signed. 
So when I give you the checkbook, you can go to the bank, sign your own signature, but in their system, it is my signature that is there. But when you sign the power of attorney, they will add yours to in addition. From that day, that person's signature or that person's authority is not really recognized by the bank because I have passed all power to you. So you can sign one trillion and take all my money. The bank will give it to you. Why? Because I have given you the power of attorney. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus has given us the power of attorney to use his name. So when you say in the name of Jesus, think about, think about it this way. It is as though Jesus himself is there casting out the devil. That's, how, that's what it means. Can you see that? Say, I have the power of attorney. Now, power of attorney must go through legal grounds. For it to go through a legal grounds, it means that a judge must be aware. And in this instance, God the Father is the judge that is aware that Jesus has given us a legal document. So today, if you don't use the name of Jesus on earth, Jesus can't do anything because he's in heaven. That is why you must learn to use the name of Jesus left to right center. Because you have been, if you never knew, I came to remind you that you have received the power of attorney. That is why if you don't say anything, Jesus can't do anything. Because you, right now the name is with you. He received the name from the father and he passed it on to you. By a power of attorney. Can you see that? Ah, you don't know who you are. So you see, if the power of attorney is not given, and I go to the bank with his checkbook, they will arrest me. In fact, even if he comes there and say, I am the one that gave him the checkbook, they will still not listen to him. Because the checkbook is a legal document. And only people that have registered with the government are the only people that can sign. The government gave authority to this man saying today, your company name is ABC. You register your company name with the bank. And so you are the only person that can sign and have access to what you have signed for. The point I want to say is that there is a legal backing. You using the name of Jesus is not just something you decide. No, 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 no. The day you became born again, he gave you a legal backing. There is a legal backing to the use of the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody shout Jesus. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, okay, finish writing. When you are done, then you shout Jesus for me. <laughs> Somebody shout Jesus. When you say Jesus, the reason why Satan will run away because he's aware of the legal backing, he's aware of the power of attorney. I have it, it's in my spirit, it's in my mouth. When something is going wrong, Jesus, when the devil comes around, Jesus. So now you see, have a different mindset about the name of Jesus. So today, when you say Jesus power of attorney. It is as though he is there himself. That's what it means. 
Don't you ever mention the name of Jesus and think the situation can still stay. Because no situation can stand before Jesus. Can you see that? Yeah. Okay. Alright. That's why he said, in my name. Do you remember the scriptures? In my name, you will cast a devil. Uh -huh. And these miracle signs will accompany those who Oh, oh, you are not here. Do, who, who do what? Me. What would they do? What would they do? What would they do? Where? In the power of the name. In the attorney. Power of attorney that has been given. His name. He's the one telling you. That you will cast out devils. Listen, no human being. Before Jesus came, nobody was ever able to cast out devils. Which means that human beings by themselves have no power over spirits. Jesus came to show us the way. When he came, that's why they were astonished. They were like, wow, miracle, wow. Because no human being has the right. Human being has a right over a spirit. It is impossible. Today, are you not in a human flesh? Yeah. But why are you able to cast out devils? Do you remember the sons of Sceva? When Paul and the others were casting out devils, the sons of Sceva also decided to go out and cast out devils. Until the devil watched them and realized they have not been given the power of attorney. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -oh. Yeah. oh. Are you with me? No, they saw Paul, PG, you know, everybody casting out devils. Get out in Jesus' name. Get, and, and demons were fleeing. So they also decided that we too will cast out devils. So they went around. I'm sure the people they went to had no demons. I'm sure. But when they got to a man that had a demon, the demon, listen, Satan operates on legal grounds. Better know that. And the word of God is legal. So anytime you use the word of God, Satan must agree. Heaven must agree because of the legalities. So the demon said, look at it. The Bible even called them vagabonds. Then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists. You know, exorcists are people that try to deal with spirits and blah, blah. You know, they have no power, Shelly. They took upon them to call over them which had evil spirit, the name of the Lord Jesus. Saying, we adjure you. They don't even know how to do it. <laughs> we adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preached. Can't you see he has no legal? He doesn't even know the words. And there were seven sons of one skiver, a Jew, and a chief priest, which did so. They are as ignorant as their father. Whatever the father knew, he would have taught them. He, knew, he, doesn't, he didn't know Jesus. He couldn't teach them well. Now, the seven sons, they had the zeal to operate in the realms of the spirit. But the Pharisees and the... Did you ever read in your Bible that they ever cured a man who was sick? Never. Which means they didn't know that. That is why when Jesus came, they said, no, 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 no. He's using, you know, Satan's power. The spirit of Bazabob to cast out devil. Jesus laughed and said, Ah, uh ah, -uh. how can a spirit destroy another spirit? Don't you know our kingdom will break down? 
How can you live in a glass house and throw stones in the house? You will destroy your house. What Jesus was trying to tell them is that there is a higher power. For the evil spirit answered, Jesus, Paul, but so it's like going to the bank with mommy's checkbook. You say, yes, we, we know apostle. Um, who are you? Can you see? I'm making it more practical. No, the cashier will ask you. Excuse me, because when they look into their system, when the devil looks into the spirit realm, you are not part of those that have been given the legal authority. When they look into the spirit, you have you are you are not part of them. Oh, uh, for it became him. We'll get there. So the cashier looks at the checkbook and says, "This account with these billions of zillions belongs to Apostle Doctor." Excuse me, who, who are you? Immediately they start doing that. Now you look at it. You your own account. If your signature and your picture has a problem, they will even. Re- How much more another person that is different? Because on legal grounds, they must only remit money to the one whose name, face, and signature is on their system. From today, you must cast out every devil. Why? Your name, your face, your signature is enshrined in the spirit because you have been given the legal what? authority, the power of attorney. So you see, the cashier says, yes, you are a pastor. She's a, she's, a, she's a pastor too. But still, you cannot take because you are a pastor. There has to be legal something. Then, apostle will write letter. Listen, oh. And say, I, apostle, so, so, and so. I ask you to release one million. The amount of money will not make. Sometimes when you write a letter, they can consider and do it because of the signature. But if you are saying that, okay, I write that from today. Piece of paper. Eben can now take my checkbook and sign. Good thought, good faith. But no sensible person in the bank. In fact, they will call the police. But there is a document called the power of attorney. That power of attorney is not on the street. It is at a particular place, the courts the court, the judiciary. So you go to the judiciary and then you sign so that the court backs you legally that from today you are saying it is like an affidavit changing your name from Yao to Menu. The day you go to the court and you say I have changed my name from Yao to Menu. Any document on Yao doesn't work again. Is that correct? Because there is a legal backing to that effect. If you don't understand the name of Jesus from this message. That legal document, the sons of Skiva didn't have. They didn't have. Paul had it. (laughs) So they said, we know Paul. Jesus had it. He said, we know Jesus. Um, Where do you come from? And what happened to them? The Bible says, 
And the man in whom the evil spirit was, was leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. Because they had no power of attorney. The angels didn't know them. Angels didn't know them. Even demons didn't know them. See, if you are not in Christ, you are not known. If you are not in Christ, it is only God's mercy that sometimes it will happen for you. Because <laughs> he doesn't want to see you die. You are sitting in the car and the car is about to have an accident and you are not born again. You shout, Jesus, Jesus. You trust the name. Maybe you will be saved soon. Oh, I think I can close, isn't it? So I've taught you the name of Jesus in another way. Do you have the power of attorney? So from today, you said, my, my, I had pains and I said, get out. And the pain didn't go. It means that the man that has the power of attorney that took it to the bank and the cashier said, no, we still cannot give you. And then you turn back and go. What does it mean? It means that the, 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 the owner, the one that had the power of attorney, does not even understand the power of attorney. You understand it? You have gone to the court. Somebody has signed. You know, the court has bam, 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 stamped legal document saying from today, Angie can cash all my check. Then Angie signs a check of one, one trillion zillion. Hey, I don't like the van. <laughs> I like the bullion, not the van. Because the van will limit it. <laughs> and then Angie takes the check to the cashier. Puts it down there and the person sees it. Meanwhile, they have scanned the power of attorney onto the system. That now this account can be accessed by another man. And then the cashier says, no, we will not, still not give you the money. Why? Because the, 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 the account belongs to brother X. Then you say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Then you take the, the power of attorney. You say, okay, check. You say, okay, bye-bye. Why do you think the person is living? The person is ignorant of the power that has been bestowed. People that say they use the name of Jesus, they don't see results. They don't know the power of attorney that has been given to them. Do you understand it? From today, don't ever say, stand there and look at the cashier in their face and say, my friend, look in your computer. I have been given the power of attorney. My name is there. My name is... It gives you boldness to challenge them. Maybe that cashier is a national service person. <laughs> Who doesn't know about power of attorney? I have used one before, so I can talk about it. You have the eternal power of attorney. So now, Jesus, the man that works all the miracles and all the signs and wonders. Today, he says, I am going to my father. So, I have given you the power of attorney. So, use it as often as possible. Listen, in the Old Testament, nobody was given the power of attorney. So, in the law, he said, thou shalt not use the name of God in vain. Because there was no power of attorney. But in the New Testament, he says, whether in words or in deeds, he said, do it in the name of Jesus. 
you can mention Jesus. 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 You can be flowing and mention Jesus. You can, you can, you can, you know, you can curse and mention Jesus. You can use it as many times as possible. Is it clear? That is why I know when I pray for anybody that is sick. Once I mention the name of Jesus, listen, stop calling Jesus to come down. Why are you calling the owner of the account to come to the bank when he has given you the power of attorney? Ignorance will make you carry the check. Go home and cry. And that is how a lot of believers are living. I, I said Jesus, but it didn't go. It didn't go. Stop blaming the name. Blame your ignorance. Because Satan's strength is the ignorance of the believers. He said, What's so, look at it. Whatsoever. There's no cap. In the Old Testament, you dare not say Yahweh. The closest they could go is to say Adonai. Yahweh. I told you what the Hebrew calls it. The what? Tetragrammaton. Uh, you remember? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot. He said, hey, Yahweh. You cannot. Holy. So when the law came, said, thou shalt not call the name of the Lord in vain. The name of the Lord, the name of Yahweh in vain. So if you say, Yahweh, huh? You've gone against the law. Except for a good purpose. But when the table turned around, he's telling you that, and whatsoever ye do, in word or deed, do all, not some. Do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. You see the statement in the name? It actually means by the use of the power of attorney. So when I say, Satan, get out. Those are my words. But I show him the power of attorney. And the power of attorney is in the name of Jesus. That is, that is the signature on the... Oh... You're not excited, are you? So I'm going, Jesus, Jesus' name, Jesus' name. And the devil is chasing the one saying Jesus' name. No. Show them the power of attorney. That is your faith. Your faith in the name. He, he, said, he said, you do all things in my name. Look at it. He said, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Now, if he mentions giving to God, you know who he's talking about. You see the Holy Spirit and the Father here. Now, he said, for if the, law, the message of the law spoken and confirmed by angels brought a just penalty to every disobedient violation. Let me prove this to you. Galatians chapter 3 verse 18 to 19. Let's look at what the Bible says. To confirm that angels were the holders of the law that passed on to Moses. Hmm. Galatians 3.18 quickly for if the inheritance of the law for if the inheritance be of the law it is no more of promise but God gave it to Abraham by promise uh -huh. wherefore then serve the law it was added because of transgression that's what the law came in Till the seed 
should come to whom the promise was made. And it was ordained by angels in the hand of the mediator. So God the Father had the law. He passed it on to angels. And angels passed it on to Moses. And Moses passed it on to the people. Can you see that? If that is not enough, Acts 7.53. Okay, let's start from 51. Ye stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears. This is Stephen talking. Ye do always resist the Holy Ghost. As your fathers did, so do ye. He's talking to the Pharisees. Oh. The Pharisees didn't have the Holy Ghost. No wonder the sons of Sceva didn't know about the name of Jesus. Which of the prophets have not your fathers persecuted? And they have slain them which showed before of the coming of the just one. Of whom ye have now, ye have been now the betrayers and murderers. Then he said, who have received the law by the disposition of what? Angels and have not kept it. So he said that angels gave you the law, but you didn't keep it. You are still erring. And anybody that errs against the law is penalized. Do you understand it now? So Hebrews chapter 2 is talking about this one. That they received the law, but they didn't keep the law. They erred against the law. And so they were punished. So go back to Hebrews. For if the message spoken and confirmed by angels brought what? A just penalty to every disobedient violation because they did not keep the law. So he was talking about Acts 7.53. Continue. Then, how would we expect to escape punishment if we despise the very truth that gives us life? The Lord himself was the first to announce these things. And those who heard him firsthand confirmed their accuracy. Do you know what it means? Hebrews chapter 2 verse 2 is talking about the reign of the law. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 3 is talking to you about the reign of grace and salvation. Just verse 2 and 3 is just the whole gospel. Law and grace. Now he's saying that this law that they didn't keep it is difficult for them to to keep it. The reason why Jesus said the road is narrow is not because people were, in fact the law was so strict that nobody, nobody could meet the requirement. Six hundred. Look at the condition. 613 laws. And it says that you can meet all 612. If you miss the last one, you have broken all 613. Who can? Who can? You look at your life today. Look, you look at your life today, but right now you are under underground. <laughs> so that's why Jesus said there is a road, a narrow road or narrow way, and a broader way, 
And this one, the evangelists have taken it out of context. So when they see that you have not scarfed your hair, they know you are on the broad road. You are going to hell. But when Jesus came, you see, there was a switch between verse 2 and verse 3. There will still be punishment. But this punishment is avoidable. Why? King James, look at it. How shall we escape if we neglect? So what? In the Old Testament, salvation was like this. It wasn't great. In fact, it was even if you were, even if people were going to go to heaven by the law, it was just the Jews. How about the Gentiles? So it means only the Jews are going to heaven. All the Gentiles. But the Gentiles were even more than the Jews. Can you see that? Now Jesus was saying that the requirement of the law was so strict that only a few people, if they might, can, can go through that road. Majority of them, the law will throw them away. So Jesus came with great salvation. So now, there's no narrow road again. That narrow road has been opened. That narrow road has been opened. Do you think a lot of people will go to hell than heaven? You're a joke. Did you hear what the Bible says? It says, time is coming. Anyone that will even mention the name of the Lord shall be saved. You think God is just there waiting. Satan is carrying people to... When he has said that the death of a sinner is not something that excites him. Didn't you read in the book of Timothy that God wish, wishes or he wills that all men will be saved? So why do people think that a lot of people will go to hell than heaven? That person you are marking to go to hell will shock you. listening to this message we believe you have been blessed by it we are word and spirit and we invite you to worship with us you will fall in love with our wednesday teaching service christian raymond night at 6 p.m encounter the supernatural in our prophetic service on friday at 6 p.m and sit under the reign of heaven in our Vanessa service on sunday at 8 a.m Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-LJedu, and on Instagram at Prophet Danny-LJedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. To receive our weekly newsletters, please subscribe to www.pdgministries.org. You can contact Word and Spirit International on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-54937-7290 or plus 233-50432-8959 or plus 233-27510800. So many people have received testimonies by listening to these podcasts. Now, if you are one such person, share your testimony with us by leaving a right up of it in the comment section or send it to us via email to contact pdgministries.org you were made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world you are blessed victory in the name